0: What's going on you Brapaholics? Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number four. I'm your host, Jesse, and I'm here with my best friend, Wyatt. Hello. We're here to talk about anything Brapaholic, news, reviews, fun stories, good times, anything that is off-roading, we are going to talk about it and just have a good time. So um, I guess to get started, we're just going to kind of go talk about what we've been doing for the last week, and um, like I said the last couple times... I can't believe it's already been four weeks. This is the fourth episode. Yeah, the four weeks
1: kind of blows my mind. I, and this yeah. last week kind of blew by for me. It's good. I spent most of it hungover, though, so.
0: <laughs> I uh, I I heard a little bit about some of this, yeah.
1: Yeah, I have broken our new fire pit. Finally got it wider, wider. Yeah. Put more rocks. I got 40 bags of rocks in there. So, I think that's like. 2,000 pounds of rocks. Jeez.
0: I, I seen some pictures. I haven't I haven't actually been to it yet.
1: Yeah. You guys were busy that night. I think you had a date night or something we, going yeah, on. Yeah.
0: We were both just exhausted. We actually went to bed at like 9.30. <laughs> it was an early one for both of us, just wedding planning, and there we were just y'all. busy. And then, yeah, I just kind of forgot about it. Next thing you know, Wyatt wants to... <laughs> Hey, we're having a bonfire. I was like, "Oh crap, I'm in bed."
1: <laughs> yeah, about the time I texted you is when Eric showed up. Okay. They did come out for a little bit and had a couple beers. Cool. And I and kept drinking and drinking. I think it's the, that's how it usually goes, though. And then it was like, and <laughs> I, I broke out Fireball. That didn't last Ooh, very long. Ooh, that'll do it. And then Tyler showed up in his X3. It's new to him. He just got it. Um, days before that i think okay i think he got it on wednesday he got a what kind of x3 is it i don't know which model man not sure so confusing yeah there's fully it's fully loaded but it's the 120 horse so it's... so it's got all the goodies in it okay
0: i'm trying but to it's... think so i think is it
1: rc or i want to say it's an rs version the rs i
0: want to say rs is the 72 inch version
1: this is skinnier, I think. I think his is uh, no, six. So 60 it's a sixty-four. Something. Yeah, 64, sixty-four
0: is the. I don't know, I'll have to look at him all again. It didn't
1: look that wide when he. I mean, it was dark out though. Yeah. It didn't look that wide.
0: I'll have to. Do you have a, any pictures of it? No. Does he have any pictures of it? Like on Facebook or something? I'm pretty pretty sure we're friends, but. <clears throat> I don't know if he's it. Either way, experience. either way, don't matter. So that, that's exciting.
1: And he he took me for a rip in that, and it was like... So we, when we pulled out of the driveway, he punched it, and we went completely sideways on dry pavement on that thing.
0: <laughs> sideways? Yeah. On two wheels?
1: And it or just drifted oh, out. Oh, you're drifting. it. Drifted see. out on the pavement and sideways. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's got more get-up than the Razor does. And then uh, blew down to 17-mile and went up there a little bit and then turned around and come back and... By the time we hit uh, Mike and Vicky's house on One we were doing like seventy, mm-hmm. just off the corner, and like holy shit, this thing grips and rips. And <laughs> we blew by the house at like ninety. That was a rabbit, rev out. Yeah, he says he's gonna buy some stuff to get rid of that. Oh uh, yeah, because ninety's too slow apparently.
0: You can re- you can unlock them engines pretty good.
1: But it got me thinking I should put a X three motor in the Defender oh. and be a sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That your engine has a lot more potential if they do make a turbo kit for it, but it's forty two hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. Putting turbo kits on things is outrageous. I they're way overpriced. They should not be that for That much I could do like a come and swap on it. <laughs> come and swap. <laughs> <laughs> uh that'd be something. Future video idea right there. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh
1: and then we broke the fire pit in. I got super drunk. All day Saturday, I couldn't keep any food or liquid down. About 5 o'clock. <laughs> and then I took Sunday off because uh, Rebecca's cousin came up out of Virginia. I've never met yet. He's a pretty cool dude, Kyle.
0: Hmm.
1: They did a little party, birthday party for uh, their kids at uh, around the corner at cherry's uh, house okay and it was fun we'll get together and we we'll talked and whatnot and hung out and then we just kind of went grocery shopping and that was the end of my weekend cool but yeah bonfire was Good. the highlight of it
0: <laughs> yeah i really wanted to come and i i was just tired but yeah our wedding's coming up so we had really got to prepare for that um
1: yeah it's almost the month of uh, yeah, we it's less less than three a month weeks. away. Three like weeks. Like three and a half weeks or so.
0: Mm-hmm. It's going to sneak up, so... Three weeks Friday. Yeah. Yep, it is. I'm excited. um But anyways, uh yeah, I've been doing a lot, too. Um, so I actually... I was actually caught up on some of the stuff I've been working on, and I had a little dead time, because I'm waiting on parts. So I just put it a little message on Facebook saying that I'm available if anybody wants some things worked on. So my phone absolutely blew up last Friday or Thursday. I think it was last Thursday. And um anyway so I got a Honda Pioneer that came in and uh Um they have a sensor that was kind of busted. Uh it kept the wire the wire harness kept losing connection to it and it's throwing a code and throwing it in lip mode. It was a what it was is a oil temperature uh, sensor and so that came in and um actually he went he originally went to peacock and he's been waiting waiting for peacock to take a look at it for a month and then they finally take a, took a look at it and then they told him that what he needs was which was that sensor and then they said well we won't be able to get to it until september Holy and then, crap. yeah so then he's like it was a happy accident i, I seen your uh, message and I, someone shared it, and he saw it from somebody else. And so, he, anyways, he messaged me, and luckily it was easy because since Peacock already did the dirty work for me, I just, yeah, you need the sensor, and they were right. And um, it was actually shifting kind of weird too because Hondas run manual, or no, they're not manual. They they run automatic, automatic transmissions.
1: Like A real transmission. Basically automatic. like
0: a car transmission is what it is. Um, but it's shifting really hard. And actually, Honda, um, on these particular machines, they run... Um, and the transmission, they share the same oil as the engine. So I, I, was, I did some reading, and they said if the oil starts getting you know, bad or old or used, it can cause some shifting problems. So I was like, well, I'm hoping this is it. And I asked him, how long has it been since you had an oil change? And he's like, I, actually, I don't really know. So like, well, we should do an oil change on it and see what happens, and I'll order, order you your uh, sensor. So, I'm still waiting on all that stuff. Um, and then I got another message. Uh, this guy has a Razor 900 four-seater. Uh, it's a 2017. He says, I'm pretty sure the clutch is bad on it. And so, anyways, he dropped it off, tore it apart. And um, primary clutch was stuck all the way open. Um, so, I got that off and ordered him a new clutch, waiting on that. And, um...
1: Should, while you have that off, you should check the secondary rollers, too.
0: Yeah, um... I did. They're... It, it only has 1,600 miles on it, wow, so... Cool. Um... They should probably get changed, because they do go bad. Um... I'll see I... He doesn't want me to... And I told him. He doesn't really want me to touch them yet, because he doesn't want to spend that much money on it right now. I was like, well, okay, if it breaks down, it's going to break down, so...
1: Yeah, it'll blow your belt, that costs cost you another hundred bucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my...
1: I went down that road in the 570. Yeah, I'm surprised you ruined that clutch on
0: them. I don't know. If players had bad secondary clutches for a while. My dad had a, before we bought this new one, um, we had a 2015 900S Razor, and he went about 5,500 miles on it before the secondary went out, which is pretty amazing because they actually go out way before then. it went out at
1: 3,200 miles. Yeah,
0: he disintegrated the rollers in it. They were just powder inside of that thing so anyways that came in um, and then um, been working on the ranger still uh, what else something else came in oh yeah I got two snowmobiles that came in I haven't even looked at them yet Um, luckily it's out of season so I'm not going to get to them until I have time Um, so we got those in and then uh, John Deere Parts came in for that that lawnmower so um, I got that together today that's ready to roll and I got the Kawasaki mule done, so that's that's well, I haven't picked it up, but that's that's gonna be out of here soon. Um, so yeah, been busy with that um, over the weekend. Uh, me and Brianna did some wedding stuff, like I said a little earlier. And um, Your Dad's
1: razor came in too.
0: Yep. So uh, what day was it? Friday. I think it was Friday.
1: Yeah, because that was over. I came over to drop something off. Feel like. Yeah. I was over here, or something. Oh, the mugs. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So,
0: Friday, uh, finally, after three months, um, we have a 2021 Players XP Turbo. It finally in, we got the metallic sand, they call it. Um, it's a uh, shiny brown with an orange accent. It's actually
1: kind of cool. Kind of reminds me of like a bronze almost. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's kind of a bronzes, bronze color. Um, it looks better in person than it did in the pictures. Um, but I like this one better than the ghost gray version. Um, the ghost gray version was a bland gray with a hint of red. And they didn't put much red into it. So um, this is the only two colors they had to choose from. So that's what we went with this one. And I haven't even drove it yet. But it's pretty neat. They've made a lot of changes since then. Um, we'll see how it goes. We're going to put, put it to the test. And um, yeah, I can't wait. And then Saturday... Finally, I get a message from a driver that my uh my can m x three is finally gonna arrive so that got delivered Saturday around eleven thirty or so um and uh so I unloaded that off the trailer with a tractor and torn into that this weekend and um I already had all the parts that i I could visually see I already had all all that ordered so over the weekend, I went through that and um, fixed it, and it went pretty smooth. Um, yeah, it's actually you know, if you didn't last, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, this is a twenty twenty Can Am Maverick X three. It's a standard base model, so it's one hundred twenty horse, sixty four inches wide. Um, but the people that had it for me put two inch spacers on it, so it's sixty eight inches wide, and um, the plastics are a little more scuffed up than. I thought it was going to be. The pictures don't always show the scuffs very well. But um, the the plastics are kind of popped out a little bit. So I think what happened, my theory is that um, according to the the tires, it looks like this has been in a lot of a rocky environment. So I don't know where they This is from Missouri, so I don't know what the.
1: Uh, the dirt there is like rock. Is it's, it a lot of rocks? It's all rock. And, it's not. If you dig a hole, you almost have to drill it. Okay.
0: And according to the the engine, kind of like you know, from like Louisiana, where I it's bought the, red, where I bought the red, ghost, the the engine's kind of got a red, red hint to it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's red rock, red dirt. Whatever okay. you wanna call it. Yeah, I figured. My grandparents lived in the southern Missouri. Like you're almost better off uh, drilling a hole or blowing a hole <laughs> than digging a hole. Gotcha. It's just very rocky. Okay.
0: Okay, so that makes sense. So what I think is. I don't know if they tried jumping it. I don't know what they did or somebody hit them and they lost control. So anyways, the the rear right trailing arm and the radius rods and everything back there was all screwed up, bent. And either they got hit or they jumped it. I don't know. They lost control and then hit something in the front end. And actually, I didn't notice this until today, but the radiator is actually damaged. It's leaking. So a little bit of an unfortunate right there so i gotta get a new radiator um i'm gonna call a junkyard and see if i can find one cheaper i know on rocky mountain atv i can get a new radiator for 180 dollars which is the absolute cheapest i can get um ebay was not cheap at all so um, that doesn't
1: seem too bad though that's not
0: bad i love rocky mountain atv.com they're well atvmc.com they are their OEM parts are so cheap compared to everybody else. They discount it so much. I, it's all awesome. if you need OEM parts, Rocky Mountains where you want to buy your stuff. Um, so uh, but in the meantime, I'm gonna call around because I did the patch job today because we might be going riding this weekend, and if my patch job don't hold on the radiator, then I'm gonna to try to call some junkyards and see if I can get one soon so I can actually ride it. But if I can't, then I'm just I can't ride this weekend. So we'll see. I'm hoping my patch job works for for a while. Tire comes in, and hopefully, yeah. Okay, so the I forgot to mention, but the rim, I it was hard to tell by pictures. You just couldn't tell, but the rim actually does have a puncture, which leads me to believe that. Nope. Um. Maybe they jumped it, or some hard rock, or something punctured it, because the rim is cracked all the way through. Um, like, it got, like, a sharp rock just punched all the way through it, so, the tire I can patch, but the rim's cracked, so, I need, I got a new rim on order, that should be in tomorrow, we'll see, um, otherwise, I mean, it fires up, and the battery's bad, so I got a new battery coming in, but I do have batteries on hand, I can jerry-rig to make it work if that don't come in in time to ride this weekend, so, I'm excited, um, yeah, it's actually... Uh, I thought this was going to be, like, a red color, uh, like the the accent color, um, but it's actually an orange, which is awesome, because this t- particular orange is kind of my favorite color, so, and it goes with my logo colors, so, I'm thinking, if I'm going to keep this for a while, maybe I'll make my own little graphics kit, a Brapaholic Edition graphics kit, and just kind of add some blue on it, it'll hide a lot of the scratches and stuff on the plastics, and... We'll see.
1: Go so. over it with some uh hyper silver spray paint. Yeah. And then maybe can do out that too. Graphics kit over that even. Yeah, but yeah.
0: It depends what kind of kit I get. I can either cover all everything or I can oh, like
1: a library or livery or whatever it's called.
0: Yeah. That'd so. be cool. So yeah, finally that came in and it's gonna be a project. I'm excited. I, I just really wanted to switch things up with this can i mean i would rather have a razor i think but i've been driving driving razors since 2008 and i just want to switch it up and just bring more variety to the channel so i don't
1: think it'd be disappointed
0: no i mean i've driven them they're fun i just it's a totally different experience and actually uh well the tire was kind of flat today but i did drive it into the garage today i was like holy crap this turning radius is way different than the razor They don't they don't turn sharp at
1: all the Razors or the X3s? The X3s. I, I don't know. I guess we turn around good, though. You just steer with your foot, man. And kick out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, they're all different. Um, I feel like it has a smoother power band, though. I've never rode in a Razor Turbo, though, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know either. Um, just comparing it to Brock's Razor mm-hmm. XP.
0: The next, the next episode, we will definitely talk about comparisons because uh, we are definitely going to be comparing everything. Well, um, I've never been in a turboed Razor, so I could not tell you. And this one is this particular version of this this XP Turbo. Um, this on this model, they put the XP Pro clutches in them, so they're actually different than previous yeah. models. So I could, I can't compare. Those two either because I've never been in them, but apparently the clutches are way better. We'll see. Um, I know turbo lag was a big issue on the on the XP turbos in the past, so we'll see. Um, I know the 1000s usually get beat. They usually beat the um, the turbos in the first the launch. The launch, and then once the turbo spools up, then it usually out. Uh, runs it so we'll see if the new clutch
1: on this on this razor will i say a guy i work with has a the yamaha i probably get wrong yxz or whatever 1000 yep. with the transmit mm-hmm. he's got the shift, yeah. shifters, manual
0: transmissions yeah the paddle shifters mm-hmm.
1: he says the only thing he couldn't beat with that on initial takeoff was the x3 um the higher horsepower x3 but he says on that was on takeoff, and that he says once the turbos kicked in, he's like they all blew by me. Mm-hmm.
0: But,
1: yeah, um, X three on takeoff was the only one that beat him outright. Okay, which was I thought was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, I've watched some of like uh, you'll see side by side blog drag oh, yeah. racing in comparison, <clears throat> and they have a YXZ that is completely decked out, and it can. It can compete with the X3s, the, uh, and they have souped-up X3s that are, you know, putting off two, over 200 horsepower.
1: Which, so. the nice thing about the Yamaha is it's a transmission, so you don't lose any power to the belt. Right, yep. So that that would be the one solid thing there. Mm-hmm. But,
0: yeah. yeah, and I was going through uh, the X3 today, and I noticed a big quality difference between the plastics between the Razer and the X three, uh, like I said, the this X three, the plastics were kind of bulged out because they were in a little accident and, um, but I'm trying to put piece everything back together, and I'm just trying to fumble with the front end and it's like, man, this just feels so flimsy and I'm just looking and there's no subframe for the front part of the this X three that hold to hold the fenders up, it's it's all held up by plastics like the 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 plastic fenders hold up other plastic fenders, so yeah, they're flimsy and I could tell and I would you know, look walk over to Brock's razor and I'd touch it, I like, Wow that is firm. You know, there's there's a sub the razors have a little bit of a sub frame to hold the fr- the, the plastic yeah. up.
1: I know looking at the two though, there's the suspension setup in the front's totally different though. Yeah it is. There's a lot yeah. more sub frame on the razors in this suspension that you can whole plastics mm-hmm. too in a way yeah yeah where in the x3 it just all kind of floats it's got the floating look
0: yeah yeah it's just a totally different and look coil overs Mhm. yep and i don't know if this is new but uh i was like hey brock can you find the gas tank on this x3 and he's like yeah well oh, yeah they're obviously in the back i mean i grandpa's model is right here and he's looking he's like wait a minute it's not here where, where, and he's looking. Oh, it must be on the other side. And he'd go around. Oh, it's not here either. I was like, come here. I pulled down this plastic piece of the fender. And here's a gas cap. And it's in front of the passenger side. Huh. Uh, Seat. it's... So the whole front end is part is the gas tank. Well, not the whole front end. But part of the front end, especially on the passenger side, is a gas tank. Huh. And you have to pull down a piece of the fender to fill it up.
1: Huh. And... That's weird.
0: Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a can-am thing to do. Um,
1: I thought they were always, like, behind the
0: head. I think they used to be, but I think they moved them. Huh. I could be wrong. I don't know. I have not been in the old do. X3, but I know um, the 20, well, my version, so the 20 and the 21s are the new style. Um, the old versions, they're all the same. So I think 16, maybe it's 17, 17 through 19, I think came out in 17. I could be wrong. I don't remember the year they came out, but um, yeah. I think they they relocated it. Um, it was just odd. And, like I said, the plastic piece that holds or hides the gas cap, I should say, it's just held in by rubber grommet and plastic piece. So, I mean, I can see that just getting loose one day. I don't know. It just seems like they skipped on the quality part of the plastics that surprises me because
1: canM generally is high quality yeah
0: especially the interior they're usually pretty good um, but there's they've been known the side by side depends who you ask but the quads if you you know you, the quads they do an excellent job I think on just about every part of the quad they they make. But um, on the side by sides, I'm pretty. I think and this is just comparing it to players because I really haven't been in other versions or other side by sides other than Kawasaki, um, a Honda here and there. But players, I think, does a little bit better quality control.
1: See, I had the opposite effect, but I had a base model of Razor.
0: Yeah, I, and they okay.
1: that was just like they threw a bucket of bolts at it and did what they did. Yeah, and it. The, the fit and finish was like a 3, where in my Defender, I would say it, it is like an 8 or a 9 yeah, at least. Yeah, I would
0: say your def, your Defender, the quality the of it... The Defender is like
1: a 9 out of 10. Yeah,
0: it is. And I'm looking at my extremes like, this thing just looks like a piece of plastic. I yeah. mean, it just...
1: The but, I mean, so if you compare the Defenders to the Rangers, I like the cab on the Defender way more than the oh, cab on the too.
0: Yeah, they're way more luxurious. And I yeah. think they do... Km does a good job with the interior. I'll give him that. I mean, the, um, I do like the, the dash and the key and all the the buttons and stuff. I like that better than the players. But even so the fit and
1: finish versus Defender versus Ranger, from what I've looked at and the ones I've wrote in, is better on the Defender. But yeah, you know, but I don't know. It's just hard to say, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you might be comparing apple to orange. Because yours yours is the base model, so it would be like comparing my Razor 570 to Brock's Razor XP. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's mm-hmm. going to be things different in it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I just... It, maybe it's just me because I'm a, I'm a little nitpicky on some stuff. Um, yours
1: is kind of a basket case, though, too. Maybe it'll it look is. better once it's all put together. Yeah,
0: um... You're right. I'm just going, uh, cause I have to re- kind of assemble some stuff. I'm just kind of like, why do they do it like this? Why is it like this? This isn't, and I'm, cause I've been a Razor guy since two thousand eight. So I'm comparing this to the Razor, and I just think the X three is a little more the plastics. That's that's what I'm talking about. The plastic part, the fenders, and everything it just seems a little bit more flimsier than the Razors. Um, it's but,
1: just they don't have the subframe to bolt it to. It would make sense. Yeah. The
0: the front end, there's no subframe. There's not. <laughs> so that's that's some of it. And But they're also making it a little lighter doing it that way too. Just run her naked.
1: Take all the plastics off.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like did you watch the Side by Side blog lately? I
1: haven't seen that one yet.
0: They um they took some Untold one of the X3s out, and um, they did literally gutted all the non-
1: Essential. essential
0: stuff so there's absolutely no fenders plastics. on it's literally a frame so they have the x3 frame and they put a i don't know what type of engines in
1: it but it's a two strokes the two strokes yep they two i've seen the thumbnail but i didn't watch it yeah
0: it's pr- i don't know what type of two stroke triple they put in it. in it but um yeah they got it going and it's, uh, it weighs 1100 pounds wow and it's pretty funny looking and kind of cool <laughs>
1: But, rock bouncer-looking thing, probably. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: anyways, yeah, it's definitely learning a lot. Um, and then tonight I was kind of, I started it up, and I noticed that the the coolant level is low. So like, well, I'll put some water, water in it. And I put some water in it and more water and more water. It's like, huh, this takes a lot of water. And then I started hearing some noises like, oh, boy, I know what that is. I think, so I get off, I go around, sure enough, big puddle of water in the ground, I look at the radiator, like, son of a bitch, I I didn't realize you were this bad, there's a pretty big crunch in it, from whatever they hit, so I have several very, very small leaks, Um, so I'm trying to patch them up right now, so I can ride it this weekend, but, like I said, if not, eh, whatever, but. So that's where I'm at. I'm just waiting on seeing if the radiator works and then the rim and a battery. And just kind of try to keep making her look good here and there and kind of ride her a lot. And I have a lot of, I've got a lot of plans for it, for uh, video content. Sweet. Because um, I, uh, I'm going to keep those uh Outlaw High Lifter tires from the Ranger. The old ones that are slightly dry rotted. They're basically worth nothing.
1: Will they fit on your rims?
0: Uh, I'm going to make my own spacers for it, adapter kit. Oh, there you go. And um, I plan on, especially in the wintertime, I'm going to dually them. The,
1: Did you keep um, the rims off the Ghost? Uh, I'm trying to sell them, but I have them still. Are those the same size rim as the other high lifter?
0: Um. So, no. Uh, so, my quad had 14-inch rims. Okay. The Ghost, um, the Ranger, they were running 12-inch rims.
1: So, oh, so did you keep the rims from that too, then? Yeah, so I have. Oh, okay. So I
0: actually have eight Tyler for tires, and they're actually other than the rim size, they are the they're both twenty nine and a So nice. they're exactly the same size. Actually,
1: one might be a little wider. I I don't. No, I don't think they are. It don't matter. But so you're gonna run two spacers, so you're so, gonna have four inches wide. So, we'll
0: see how long <laughs> it take. We'll see how long it takes me to uh, sell the other. The Ghost Highlifters, the the Outlaw Twos, but um, th- these Outlaw Ones I have, I'm keeping for Just because 'cause they're not they hold air, but they're just they're they're just old and worn. Yeah.
1: If you're only gonna yeah. use them once in a while, yeah,
0: I mean, they hold air. They don't they don't. Well, I don't know if they leak. They didn't seem like they leaked. Anyways, uh, I plan on putting them, making dualies out of them for a video, especially in the wintertime. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah.
1: Um,
0: because... In the wintertime, especially if you're in deep snow, you want to stay on top of the snow. So if you're distributing your weight, pretty
1: good. I wonder if you put doolies and skis in the front.
0: That was my plan. So <laughs> That's going to be a future video, I hope. Um, and if I have all eight tires by then, then I'm going to make uh, doolies in the front, too.
1: There you
0: go. But as for now, yep. I'm to, And then I'll mud it, too. I just got to I'll make put my
1: Put the own. 14s in the back and the 12s in the front.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I have... Or I don't have to necessarily run dualies all the time, so I can just run my
1: all. That's a whistle and diesel move right there.
0: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey, just because he did it doesn't mean it's <laughs> not original. No, I, I mean, doolies ain't, that's nothing new. But um, I think it'd be fun. You just don't see it on X3s. You don't really see them on any mudding machine, really, because you don't want to float when you're mudding.
1: But I'm it's not. Snow mudding.
0: Yeah, so this is yeah, I'm A talking about runner. the snow, but I do if I want to mud with it, I will just run them normally. You know, just four tires and why not? Uh, it's not snorkeled, so I couldn't
1: can't go that deep, but you can use some tractor tires for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't give me any bad ideas.
1: But <laughs> they make good stories, they, they sure do. I I don't Content, wanna buy any uh, CV axles. I I bought one
0: CV axle. So they're not cheap.
1: That's content on both ends. You get video, and then we can Uh, talk about it later on.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Alright, so... I guess that's probably enough of what we've been doing. I guess we're going to lead to our first topic here, and... You want to lead us off, Wyatt?
1: Yeah, wondering what the the deal with accessories is. is, uh, It seems like... At least in the Jeep community, and quite a bit in the side-by-side community, too, is everybody always buys a light bar. Gotta have a light bar. Gotta have a light bar. I don't know
0: why. Well, I but, mean, especially for at
1: night. But yeah, there's night nice. Night is nice. It's nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like my light bars. Yeah. But I would think, you know, money well spent would be on a wench before a light bar. And that's always the thing. You always see people stuck, especially like a yeah, silver lake in the mud hole or whatever. Yeah. Where's your wench at? Where the light bar's really... Doing you justice, <laughs> right? I and mean, those are nice
0: bright lights in the middle of the yeah, day. Yeah, I wish I could get you know pulled out now if I had a winch.
1: Yeah, so, and I mean, if you buy a good light bar, it's gonna cost you the same as even even like a Harbor Freight winch. Even them are solid now. Yeah, oh no, yeah, they are. Like I know a lot of people are running them. Yeah, and they like them more than Warren even, and okay. they still have lifetime warranties on them. Well, you can't go wrong with that. So I mean, no. I just, that's, I don't know, you you see a lot of light bars and no winches. Yeah. But if you, you know, I guess, you are know, depending on what kind of trail riding you do, if you do just light trail rides, you wouldn't need a winch.
0: No, as long as you have some sort of tow rope or, tow, or strap or something, if, especially if you have a buddy with you, that's all, in my opinion, that's really all you need.
1: But, yeah. But if you like the skinny pedal and you like to hit shit, you should have a winch.
0: Yeah, if you're by yourself, a winch is really nice. You just hook up to a tree and just pull yourself out, if there's trees there. But, rocks. Or rocks, if you have a big rock. You make something work. I mean, you gotta... Spare
1: a spare if you have to and winch to that. Yeah. i seen people do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, so that brings us to this question is, are accessories worth it? What type of accessories do you need or do you want or
1: you know, basic essential what
0: are the basic essentials for accessories yeah and so i guess that comes to back to the off you know side by sides even
1: or quads and i i would say you know a good solid bumper something to hook to to be pulled on or yeah. wedged on
0: so Yep, that is. I would agree a with good, that.
1: A good pulling point. A
0: bumper or something. A pulling point. A hook. I would say definitely a bumper because they're more than just a pulling point. They protect your front end. And like on my X3 that does not have a bumper, they would have had a, They would have saved their radiator for me uh, if they had a bumper on. <laughs> but no, I agree because everything, everything that we buy, our first thing we get is a bumper.
1: That was the first thing I put on my razor when, yeah. uh, I went, the first day I took it out with you, you <laughs> took me through the creek, mm-hmm. and I would have totally smashed my front end if I didn't have the bumper. Yeah. Flatten one of my angle things out. Yeah.
0: Uh, you would, you would think that they would run something other than plastic to help protect them a little bit better, but no one does. It's just,
1: I actually,
0: they just make more money selling accessories.
1: I let so for three years. I had that one angle, one my end. It's supposed to be angled on the front on my bumpers, and one one side was flat because my first day out, I took it with Jesse and I flattened it the angle, and then I let Jacob drive it, and we were going through their woods, and he hit a stump with it that we couldn't see, going slow, and it bent in my other angle flat. It felt so bad. I'm like, oh, no, dude, it's fine. You made it look better. Now they're both flat. Like, <laughs> yeah. You fixed my issue.
0: <laughs> but
1: uh, So, I mean, like, stuff like that, even, like, we were going slow just through the woods and hit a stump. I mean, it was a high cutoff yeah. stump. So I would, I would highly recommend bumpers.
0: Yep, for sure. Um, it, you know, this also depends on what type of vehicle you're running um, because quads, I would say, they all have, for the most part, well, sport quads, I would say, have a little bumper they put on it. But then you get into these new 4x4 ATVs. Like I said, they're running plastic bumpers. I wouldn't even call them bumpers. They're just plastic. Um,
1: plastic front ends.
0: They're just plastic front ends, yeah. Um,
1: Been but, that way forever, though. Really Honda and the Grizzlies are the only ones that come to mind that have a steel bumper in the front. Yeah, could, yeah You're probably right. I, I
0: don't... I. I've never owned a Yamaha or
1: a I I think the Kodiaks Honda. have steel in the front, too. Kodiak, they're Yamaha. The Kodiak and the Grizzly. And then the Honda like Foremans are the only ones that really come to mind that have steel bumpers in the front. The Sportsman and the can all have plastic. Yeah. I I mean... Even the Articats, I think, are plastic.
0: Yeah, especially nowadays. Yeah, because they like to go cheapo back in the day though I think they did run um not all of them but a lot of them did run steel bumpers in the front Well, my dad's and old. they ran steel racks like metal front and rear racks they yeah. you know they actually ran metal racks now they're all plastic now too which is well my enough.
1: dad's uh sportsman which was 405 yeah. I can't remember that was plastic it, it, okay and actually my in-laws my father-in-law's He's got an older sportsman, like a two thousand or two thousand one, and that's all plastic too.
0: Okay, so that must be just a player's thing, being all cheapo.
1: And the racks are plastic, but they have the metal, um, like tie down spots yeah, that you can add to it. Yeah, but yeah,
0: which is maybe the, like I said, as a accessory to them. So you have maybe you got to pony up a little bit more cash I to get so, because like on the ghost. That, that has a player's metal rack on it. That's their version. So whoever bought it, ponied up ponied up, and, and bought that metal rack, which it's nice. I mean, do you really need a metal rack most of the time? No. But the plastic ones do crack a, and break if you are a little hard on them.
1: It's a lot better to have something to ratchet to yeah. or bungee to. Yeah. That's metal, that plastic. Yep. I
0: mean, um, we had, my cousin had... A player's trail boss back in the day it was like in 2002.
1: I think I rode that. Probably. That was, that was one thing. That's that white and red one. Yeah. Yeah, that had a metal rack on the yeah. back, and that was a two. That white. had a tube steel bumper in the front too. I want It say. did.
0: Yeah, it had a little. Yeah, it just had a tube. Yeah. And Good enough. I mean that. That is enough for the most most of the time. That is enough to help protect a lot of the stuff, especially the yeah. frame on uh, quads. Anyways. Um. Yeah, so I would agree. Uh, especially nowadays, front bumper, and even a rear bumper—not necessary—but on side by sides, I would say, rear bumper is a must. If you wanna, 'cause it's, it's just gonna happen. I mean,
1: you're gonna back you, in You're going
0: I mean, you never know. Especially if you're just trail, you're off road. You're just gonna run over brush. You're gonna, and plus they help, they help the brush from scraping up your plastics and stuff. Another
1: thing too that I, I mean it's. It really depends on how you ride it, but I don't I don't have it on my side by side, which I would like to have them on there, but I don't know if I'll pony up and buy them. It is uh, tree or rock kickers? Mm-hmm. I have them on the jeep, and they came on the jeep, but I do I do like those.
0: Is that like the side bars? Yeah,
1: along the door. I
0: call them nerf bars, but
1: well, these aren't actual nerf bars; are more like a step and quads.
0: Yeah, I guess people. I don't know. The,
1: yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. On on tru- on trucks, Okay. Jeeps, whatever. The Nerf bar is a step. Yeah. Uh, these are not steps because they're level with the door jam. Oh. The Jeep. Okay. But um, yeah. I think I think them are rock sliders. Is what they call that. Yeah, those Jeep. are
0: nice. My my grandpa his. If you
1: slide into a tree or something, it will save your side panel.
0: On yeah. The trail. I mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, my grandpa, he's got a twenty twenty one KRX. Uh, trail edition and that comes up comes with uh, the, tree fr- kickers. the tree kickers the front bumper and everything and knowing being i, I know him he <laughs> rubs up on i mean he goes to the tightest trail he could find and so far it's already saved his machine a, a lot of trouble i mean i think they really side nice. by
1: sides they're called tree kickers and i think um like the jeep it's a rock slider okay that and makes then sense. On, on trucks, they're called Nerf bars. Okay. <laughs> Which on your racing quads, I think they're Nerf bars too. But that comes with a neck. Yeah. Too, and right? those
0: save your freaking feet from getting
1: sucked into yeah. the tires. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> so. yeah, those uh, terminology
1: across the board.
0: Yeah. So th- I would say Nerf bars, especially in a sports quad, life-saver. is a lifesaver. Lifesaver. You need you need Nerf bars in a sports quad. You especially if you're jumping it or whatever. Your foot falls off, you you're going down. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs>
1: so uh, I would imagine that would yeah. be fun.
0: So then we Yeah, so I'm trying to think, is there any accessories you should put on a dirt bike? Because I had a dirt
1: bike. I, I mean, would really... say if you're gonna trail ride it hard would be a skid plate. Skid for plates the front are nice. Of your motor. Depends
0: what type of riding you're doing. I would say hand guards are a big plus. Especially or, uh, if you're single track riding.
1: And a new rider, non-breakable, clutch and brake oh, Yes,
0: yep, you're right. That'll save you a lot of hassle and headache. Because you put them on breakables on, they just bend backwards, and you're, you're good would, to
1: go. Would have saved the wife's pit bike the other Yeah, huh? oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, Wyatt was telling me earlier that um, his uh, friend uh, rode the, the pit bike and... Uh, Got a little spunky on it. You wanna?
1: Yeah, he uh, well, I I bet him two beers he couldn't do a, a five foot wheelie because <laughs> it's just balance weird. I mean, you you struggled to wheelie a little bit. It's it's a tough one to wheelie. You really gotta yank up on her. But he was he was he got a good like ten fifteen twenty foot wheelie. Like I mean, he did it good three or four times.
0: And, and he's good at wheelies. So he's, really, he's really he's really good. Way better than me. I'm I'll give him that.
1: And uh, he's been riding motorbikes his whole life. Too, yeah. So. Yeah, uh, so he was getting spunky and kind of cocky, or so uh, my other friend Jacob would say. Yeah, yeah. And he wheeled between the fire, our new fire pit, and our swing, which I was looking at in the daylight is only about eight inches to a foot wide. He wheeled through there, and then the right foot peg of the dirt bike caught the picnic table seat and sent him ass over tea kettle. <laughs> Which we were more worried about him being okay, and he was just worried about getting the bike stood back up, and then the clutch lever was broke. <laughs> but, I mean, mm. that's no big deal. Parts can be replaced. I'm yeah. just glad he's alright, but... <laughs> La- last time he wheelied one of my pit bikes, he uh, he was doing really good. On the, it was on the 80, the Baja. Oh, yeah. And he slid right into a big pile of dog shit. <laughs> so, his wheelie and, and my pit bikes don't go very well. Yeah, well that yeah, was cool. I mean, he did a good job. I, I never that bike's been wheelied longer than, excuse me, longer than I I would have thought it would have been. So he got two Budweisers all the deal and lost yeah. two beers that night. Yeah. Any clutch? Well, wow. he's he's got a lever. He said. Oh yeah yeah you're right. <laughs> we'll see if it works. I don't know, but it wouldn't be bad to put non breakables on that thing, anyways. <laughs> they're they're not cheap. Well. Depends uh, what kind you get. I looked at some cheap ones when I had my RMZ, and it was like, I want to say 50 to 80 bucks for both of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, depends depends how much riding you're doing, but they're worth it. Um, when I was on my dirt bike, I didn't do this, but they were running Moose hand guards, Moose Racing hand guards, which, they, oh man, those things are awesome. And then they also ran Unbreakables. Uh, what brand were those? The AEV? Yeah. Those were awesome. Those are the. Best hand, uh, those are the best levers I've ever used on a on the dirt bike. Um, yeah, no problems ever with them, and I had double protection. Yeah, you did Can you go wrong with that?
1: Double wrap. Uh,
0: yep, yeah, double wrap. <laughs> but no, those hand guards saved my my hands a lot of trouble every time I fell or was running through so a single track.
1: It, I put the Amazon knockoff brands on mine, and them saved my. I clutch lever and brake lever multiple times. Not yeah. that I ever use my brakes, but... <laughs> yeah. I usually tucked and rolled before I <laughs> yeah. used my brakes.
0: Yeah, you use your body to brake more <laughs> than you. Pretty much, they... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: I was it, a threat to all mailboxes and trees <laughs> out there. <laughs> oh, uh, why it's down again. Uh, Wait, yeah. I was going to go see if he's okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you probably burned 5000 calories just starting the dang thing every day. Oh, I
1: had 2.9 hours on it, man. <laughs> I bet I had 6 hours kickstarting it Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: so yeah. It, it so it comes down to what particular machine you're riding, but there are some accessories that are a must and and then there are some accessories that are just a waste of money. Especially right now. I mean, I don't remember this being a, a thing as much back in the day, but accessories now that you can just waste your money on happens a lot, I think. And you'll see a lot of this now, especially with these LED stuff coming out. Oh, yeah. Where you can pretty much put whatever color you want on stuff and make it as spunk as you want, but that's just one example.
1: Like the whips.
0: The whips, but... There's a lot of yeah. yeah. Do you uh, I guess just leave us off on some accessories you think are just a total waste of money
1: that are cool, but a total waste of money.
0: It can be it can be cool, stupid. I don't care. But what do you think is a total waste of money, even if it is cool?
1: Rock lights.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Rock lights. I I mean, they're expensive too. And unless
1: you're rock climbing, it it would be good to see your wheel. But I just see them on a lot of like. Wall crawlers, but is the thing what I is see. is you
0: can really only use them when there's no light outside. I mean that's the only time you ever see rock lights actually glowing, and how much night riding do you most people do? Not a whole lot.
1: I get caught out on the trails at night, but yeah. I don't intentionally go out at night right a couple times I have, and it was fun to have the light bar just applying the people in front of you, but yeah.
0: For the most part, they're just a showpiece for at night when you're hanging with your buddies. I, I mean, I don't see anybody riding the trails with rock lights on.
1: And I don't send my shit hard in the night because I don't know what's out there. Yeah,
0: and, yeah, you kind of, I don't know, I I've never night, night ridden. So, so I can't say how much of a distraction rock lights are if someone was doing it. But they probably, and it's probably very helpful at night.
1: I see people, leave work. I got some lifted trucks I have rock lights. they look yeah. cool. it
0: looks uh, yeah, it, it looks, looks badass,
1: cool. but you I'm do get pulled over by Red city police if you run them. oh
0: well, yeah, it's not legal <laughs> um, on the road,
1: another thing that you waste a lot of money on, but i mean me i do I've done it to pretty much all my vehicles is exhaust. I do like exhaust good sounding yeah I would where there s- I've learned now though like when i'm twenty six with my old age
0: old age <laughs>
1: like like you know back in high school like just straight pipe it you know it's loud obnoxious it sounds cool but i like it to sound good now like i've said some just shit boxes pass me that are straight pipe like oh that just sounds obnoxious yeah like it's, it's gotta sound good now yeah i call like
0: over quantity
1: yeah even my jeep like it sounds like a pissed off bumblebee and it rattles so eventually i'm gonna get that fixed but um I might see, I don't know what they could put on a 4.0 straight 6 to make it sound mean. Um, I wanted it to sound good. But a lot of the uh, saying on Jeeps is, it's better to be seen than heard. <laughs> that is a Jeep saying.
0: I can see that because you see a lot of accessories on Jeeps, that's for yeah. sure.
1: So, and something on my Jeep that I like, I think is cool, but it's not needed, is uh, it's got behind the grill light. Oh, yeah. So I can turn it on, and it's green behind the...
0: I think they use a lot of rock lights on that. Like, on my on my Ghost, they they put rock lights behind the grill in front of the radiator.
1: Yeah, that's what I got. Is Jacob put them in there, and they're green. Mm-hmm. He's got them on his Jeep, and then he also has... Um, which I think this is really cool. My, mine are mine got halos, and when you turn your blinker on, the halos flash. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean that's not needed, but Well, it kind of is because on my my fenders they're flat fenders, oh it gets rid of the bunker. That's your bunkers on your jeep. Oh, so I guess that's kind of needed yeah. anyway.
0: Plus it's something you didn't buy or put on it. Yeah, and it, does, I, it, and was, it doesn't
1: increase value. It's either. bought not built. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, I bought it built. Yeah, bought not built for me. Yeah,
0: and I get in arguments with people about this, but accessories does not increase value. I mean, s- some do. Yeah.
1: Like, tire, s- tires and wheels and lift, I would say, increase value. A little. Depending on what market, like, in the Jeep market, that is huge. That increases tremendously. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, I can, um, okay, some, most don't, though. Like, I would say on diesel trucks, performances, like, a straight pipe and a delete would probably increase the value on yeah, newer d- diesel trucks. Yeah, a delete
0: trucks. would probably do it a little, yeah,
1: yeah. So... Are you going to get what it costs to do it out of it? Probably not. No. It's not It's not going to make it worth five more grand. No, it's not. It's maybe make it worth, like, 1500 to two grand more, but...
0: It depends what it is, but... Yeah. Most of the time, it doesn't affect value. Yeah. Like, especially LED flashy stuff.
1: Oh, LED lights still increase. Yeah. No, power. no,
0: not at all. Um... Yeah, and another thing I would say, uh, the LED whips, and I I remember this—the first time I saw these, um, I think it was back in like twenty sixteen. I was in Saint Helen, Michigan, riding on the trails, and I see these freaking flappy things in the back of this razor, just flapping in the wind. I was like, "What the hell are those things? I've never seen those before." And I'm I've been in college for four years at this point, so I've been out. And I haven't been, I haven't been riding in a, in a while. Um, yeah. So I come back and I see all this flashy whippy stuff and then come here comes nighttime. And now I got, I see all these flashy whippy things lighting up. I was like, Oh, that's what those are for. I just like, the that is absolutely ridiculous. Why do you want that on your back of your razor? They're just flapping all over the place. You know, they just mm-hmm. they just seem like they're in the way. But a lot of people are doing them. Um, I guess
1: if you're riding at night, it'd be easier to see it, for one. I
0: can see that. So actually, um, I was reading, uh, some dunes actually require, if you're riding at night, you have to use LED whips. Huh. Because you can't see a flag at night, but you can see LED whips at night, so um, I can see that. I, I've never priced out LED whips, but um, is this something I would get? No.
1: Because um, I don't need them. I don't ride at night.
0: and oh, you, that's... Got a,
1: you got an X3, you're going to be riding at night pretty soon. <sighs> yeah. Them got really, oh. really bright headlights, you're going to like them.
0: I hope so. Actually, yeah everybody's using finally white. I hate yellow lights because they just
1: don't seem bright to me. See, I'm the opposite. I like the yellow tint lights like in my truck. Yeah. Over the LED lights because the old halogen ones like fade out and they don't mess with me. The LED lights are like a wall. It's like you can see and then you can't. It's just like a cutoff. And that. I'm getting used to it, like driving the Jeep in the side-by-side side at night, I'm getting yeah. used to it, but it's just like a cutoff where the halogens just kind of fade. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that's just what I'm used to. Is
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I can see I'm that. I'm used
1: to shitty headlights, and all my <laughs> Jeeps I had. Right. They've all had shitty headlights, except for the TJ. The TJ's got really nice aftermarket mm-hmm. LED headlights. But it's just that, that initial like cutoff, of the hard cutoff, okay. it just fucks with me a little bit.
0: But like as well,
1: and then the, on my WJ, I put I put LED headlights in that. I bought fancy ones. They're supposed to change colors. And I oh Never yeah. never figure them out. <laughs> but on those, when I installed those, they're like a hard forty five. You could see. On the side of the road,
0: they were wide, but not far away. There you go.
1: No, like, oh. like, like you, like I don't know. I don't know. Like it's just like in front of you, you could see the cutoff. Like, oh, I see. Like, it didn't come, spin out far yeah, like the yeah. stock ones.
0: It was literally just a light, and that was it. Yeah. You couldn't see anything past it.
1: Yeah. And that that was, Jake even mentioned, he's like, are they supposed to be like this? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I dicked with them for, like, three days at night trying to get them figured out, and that's the best I could get them. <laughs> so, I don't know if you're supposed to buy special headlights mm. to reflect it better. I don't know. Could, yeah, could be. But I didn't buy the special headlights to make them reflect better, so... And, yeah, there were, uh... I don't know, I I guess headlights, I mean, that is one aftermarket accessory that is nice, but I don't like all the dicks out there that run, like, to 10,000 lumens, and they turn their dims on, and they blind you with your dims, even.
0: In vehicles, I can... Yes, very bright LED lights in vehicles that is... Yes, it's nice to see bright stuff like that, but when you're the person coming in front of you, that sucks. Especially, uh, okay, so it, it also depends what type of vehicle you're in because I'll get this. I was in a, even in my truck, the trucks are taller than the yep. cars. So cars get the freaking low beam brightness in their face and they get pissed off about it. Well, you know, you, that's an elevation
1: issue, but. I had this running in the Jeep. Yeah. And, it, I, and I was a dick about it. Cause the guy pissed me off. Yeah. Just glad it wasn't a cop.
0: Yeah. So it's because... not always about LEDs. It's just it's also well, about
1: height of the lights. So the guy was coming at me and my brights on. He mm-hmm. had his brights on, so I put my dims on, and he kept his brights on. And I flashed him a couple times, and he kept his brights on. So I'm like, "Fuck you!" So I turned my fucking light bar on, <laughs> and we had a bright contest. <laughs> Which, not thinking about it, it was a car. You're probably right with the elevation. I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. Sitting up higher, it probably looks brighter. Yeah, I I turned my light bar on that fucker. (laughs) He had it coming. In my my view, he had it coming. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've been waiting a long time to do that to someone. Uh, Because (laughs) I've been on the other end of that. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure it was Dustin that did it to me, oh probably an eleven mile road, especially
0: on those lifted trucks,
1: yeah, it was one of his lifted trucks, <laughs> so i I was in my dodge, which had bright um fog lights. I always run my fog lights on one of them guys, and this truck had i thought it had its brights on, so I flashed him, and nothing happened, so I turned the brights on and Dude, that truck had like seven light bars. <laughs> on in front of it. I couldn't even see the lines on the road. I <laughs> yeah, was, I've been waiting to do that to someone, and I finally did it, and I, I feel a little evil satisfaction <laughs> in me. <laughs>
0: but, Get your satisfaction and uh, move on with life. Yeah,
1: and I only got one light bar. That dude had like, I say seven. That's exaggeration. Probably had like three or four light bars that <laughs> came on. It, uh, but it was enough to blind me where I couldn't yeah. even see the yellow line in the middle of the road.
0: Yeah. And that comes to the this other unnecessary accessory is light bars. Like, 90% of the time, you do not need a light bar on a side-by-side or off. Depends what type of riding you're doing. I... I don't flame me in the comments, you guys, but <laughs> I'm telling you, 90 pre- <laughs> 90% of the time, you do not need a freaking LED light bar. You just don't. What? There's no point. I mean, at night, yes, they're nice to have, but how many times, average, on average, are you actually riding at night?
1: I drove over here tonight and left my light bar on. Yeah, well, Until you're a night owl. You're driveway. a different
0: story. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> 90% of these people... Are you actually using your LED light bars? I mean, during the day, they're really not doing anything at all.
1: During the day, it's nice to flash people, you know. Rather yeah. than a wave, you can just flash. Yeah.
0: And... and Maybe I'm just. I just don't ride at night, so maybe it's just me. You know. Maybe more people ride at night than I think. You don't have a light bar. You need to buy a light bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moto, send me a light bar.
1: <laughs> hey. Just send you some pods.
0: Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I that's just that's personal preference on and uh, light bars. Um my XD came with a light bar mount to the, it didn't come with the the actual light bar cuz I think it got destroyed when they get when it was in the next. They did roll it. Well, it might have um actually they had a vinyl top on top of it.
1: That would have saved the roll bars from getting scraped up so, if they it. So and
0: it was on the I I got half of a vinyl top, so it was <laughs> <laughs> if it was in an accident or, or got rolled then the vinyl top was destroyed because of that
1: but that would make sense if they rolled it on rock and then that would explain why there might be yeah. a hole puncture in your tire even yeah yeah it's possible it got rolled and landed really hard on that and bent the yeah bent the wheel and the A arm and all that crap it was
0: very possible I'll never know I I don't know Who owned this before me? Or I don't know anything about that.
1: But can't search the VIN number.
0: I can, but it doesn't.
1: Off when it comes to they need a Carfax for side by sides.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um. This website I buy I buy these things from. Yeah, I can look up the VIN number. Um, but when it comes to off roading vehicles, especially side by sides, ATVs, dirt bikes, no one keeps tracks of VIN numbers. Like if you take it, it. You'll never get a, uh, an accurate VIN reading on a, really? a side-by-side. Yeah, I mean, when I bought the Ghost, all I know is that it was an accident. It, it, it won't tell you that there's recalls on it, nothing. It's oh. nothing like a car. So, no, it won't tell me any any information I want to well, know. The government
1: should update that, yeah. how much these damn things are costing nowadays. Yeah. So... Uh, the more million, you know million dollar idea do we need to come up with a car fax for the side yeah. by side yeah what is it car fax car Qu- Quadfax. quad fax quad fax quad I
0: don't know <laughs> <sighs> is there any other accessories you can think of that are a waste of money
1: decals
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well yeah you're right <laughs> but yeah, I, mean... I know a guy that makes money on them <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah Luckily, uh, well, I guess it depends what kind of decal you're talking about um,
1: I just I'm a that.
0: person that will spend money on decals because I like being very personable of how my vehicle looks when it comes to graphics, so I am probably not the right person to talk
1: about this topic, but I like stickers. You can yeah. look at my back windows and know I like stickers. Mm-hmm. The wife's like, "Why do you put stickers on everything?" <laughs> Now I have to get her approval. <laughs>
0: what? That's your own business.
1: Probably going to peel one just to add one. <laughs> Got to make room for all your mm-hmm. stickers. I don't, so I, and you know, I don't know, that's kind of a weird subject. So, like, my back window, like, it's getting kind of packed right now in my truck. And I, I do like the look of a clean window with one or two stickers. Yeah. So yeah me too. It's like... It's like a double whammy for me because I really like different stickers that say funny <laughs> shit, but I don't want to have too many where it just looks crammed. But before but I. But that's.
0: You're just talking about just. M- stick, sticker. Yeah, and just stickers, you know?
1: I. When I. I did order some. So I ordered some. So this is a guy I follow on YouTube. I've followed him for a couple years now. Um. Street Speed 717, He's they do a giveaway on vehicles now if you buy merch from them, mm-hmm. which I bought some stickers from him. I got entered to win a 6x6 Gladiator pickup truck. Whoa, 6x6? Six six. And a uh, Mustang with 700 horsepower. Wow. Yeah. I hope you get it. <laughs> the Jeep would be badass on that. No? Yeah. yeah I could have two Jeeps. Oh man. Yeah. Dude,
0: <laughs> His and hers? But, no.
1: Mine and mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mine and mine. <laughs> Sounds about right. Hey, she got a new
1: vehicle. Why can't I get a yeah. new vehicle?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's like every five dollars you spend you get fifteen entries right now. Mm. I think I spent like I don't know, fifteen bucks on yeah, fifteen bucks on stickers, so I got forty five entries. Yeah. It isn't very much compared to what other people get but i figure it only takes one right yeah
0: you never know and i, I was telling this to Brianna i was like hey don't get too mad about, about about me buying these giveaway items because this is pretty much like the lottery but i'm actually getting something out of this when you you know you buy a lottery you're just like 9999999 percent of the time you're losing all your money
1: yeah you get better luck getting struck by lightning Um, Yeah. Winning the lotto.
0: Yeah, so this is basically the lottery, but, you know, I'm actually getting, you know, a sticker or a shirt or a sweatshirt or something,
1: you know. That's kind of how I look at this. I'm like, I'm probably not going to win the truck, but if I do, I'm going to need someone to drive me out to PA, which you'd be my first man to ask that. I'll do it. and you could meet my new 6x6 gladiator. Fuck yeah, <laughs>
0: Propaholic. That's
1: gonna cost me twelve hundred bucks or order to drive it home, probably. <laughs> yeah, can't imagine the kind of mileage you get.
0: Ugh. I
1: think it's either on thirty fives or thirty oh seven. My God, so it's always in four wheel drive, because the back two, the back four tires are always turning. You
0: better take back roads all the way home. <laughs> you know I do have tr- people with trailers that can haul this back.
1: What's the fun in that?
0: Oh, it's true. I just, you know, trying to save you some money here.
1: I know a guy that's got a car hauler would probably found on, too. Okay. Good. All right. Well, that's my plan. Or fly out there and drive it back. Yeah. That'd probably be cheaper, rather than pulling a car hauler all the way out there and then all the way back.
0: Where are they at again?
1: Uh, PA. Is it Pens- oh, Pennsylvania? Oh, yeah. It's Pennsylvania. Hershey. Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh. Yep. That's not too bad.
0: That's a good... 12-hour yeah, drive. That's like,
1: well, over here. Like, we're here.
0: And yeah. It's... it's basically straight east, but you gotta cross Canada.
1: I wouldn't be bad. Go through Detroit. Ride the boat a little bit. Save some fuel.
0: Yeah. Well, I think Canada's borders are open now. I don't know what they're gonna feel like when they see a 6x6 six six machine run through their borders, but, you know.
1: Well, You need to turn around and <laughs> make me go through Ohio. Yeah.
0: Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Well they let me through on the other side <laughs> yeah. they don't let me back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the US border that doesn't want you back? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, they'd probably love me and they'd be like, Oh, we're gonna get leaders out of this guy. <laughs> He's gonna be buying gas oh everywhere. Yeah. But, yeah, it's pretty sweet. I was looking in. No. Yeah. Pretty dope. But yeah, they do all kinda he like he gave away uh Ram T R X, Ford Raptor. They mm. give away all kinds of stuff.
0: Actually this is where this shirt came from. This is from the Seaboys. They're giving in our pit bike. Oh heck yeah. I wanted it in mint green but they ran out, so I got this one. Yeah, that's one. the
1: problem I was running because it's so late, like there's like one day left on went in this gladiator and I ordered my stuff last night. Mhm. Is uh a lot of the stuff I wanted they were out of stock on and I didn't feel like putting a back order order in. Right. So, yeah, I've been following this guy for a while. I started following him, I want to say back in, like, it's like when that Hellcat first came out, which I think was, like, 2016. Oh, yeah. I maybe be just mistaken on that. But I remember looking, looking up at my parents' house and watching him. Yeah, like, I like, yeah. just watched his videos. <laughs> I want and, this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But he started out like us, like, just doing YouTube yeah. videos, and then this is what he does now full time. Cool. So, so that's pretty cool. Just, you know, goes to car meets and does shit. But. yeah.
0: Well, I guess it's time for story time. Story time. Story time. What's your story? I guess I'll I'll start us off. Um, on the last episode, I I was kind of talking about one of my favorite trips of all time in the UP. Is where uh, we went five miles. In eight hours. On uh, our machines. And I guess I'm going to kind of elaborate. On that a little bit. Um, This is my favorite type of trail riding. uh, Is when you. Just you dedicate a whole week. At least a whole week. Of just riding and just having fun. No No worries in the world at all. But. Yeah, I was a kid at this point, so I I didn't have any worries, but (laughs) anyways, (laughs) so if you didn't watch watch the last episode, we used to go to the UP almost every year, just riding uh, whatever we we had. Um, When I was a kid, I loved sport quads, so um, at this particular time, I was driving a 2005 Polaris Predator 500. I don't I'm trying to remember what everybody had. Cole would have had an 07 Yamaha Raptor three fifty.
1: How do you like that?
0: Okay, so yeah. I yeah. It was a very, very nice quad. Um I wouldn't have called it a Raptor because it basically what they did is they took the three fifty warrior Yeah, engine and just put it in a Raptor chassis, um, a a miniature Raptor chassis. But no, nonetheless, those three fifty Yamaha engines are, basically bolt proof. They're they're nice. Yeah, I love that was a nice quad. I Cole sold it because he wanted a bigger quad. So Um, it was
1: like the one that uh, Chris rolled that Justin brought.
0: Yeah, this base.
1: Yeah, I don't. That was a Warrior. That was
0: a two thousand Warrior. I don't know. How much they changed since then? I I couldn't tell you, but it's basically the same engine. But th- those that those engines are nice. So huh, all right. yeah, nothing. All right, we did. never had anything wrong with that engine. Cole so just I've,
1: I've seen those come up on marketplace fairly reasonable, and I'm just like I haven't really heard you know, of a Raptor three fifty.
0: They didn't make very many of them, and Cole had a he had a limited edition. It was pretty. It was a uh, black and and uh, orange, and oh, yeah. it was like a copper orange. It was beautiful. Powder coated frame and everything. It was nice. Um, yeah, they didn't make too many three hundred and fifty Raptors. I don't, I don't know why, but it's basically a Warrior engine and a Raptor chassis. Huh. Um,
1: That's good enough. It
0: was yeah bulletproof. I would say. Um, but yeah, Cole wanted a bigger quad. He outgrew it. He just wanted more horsepower, so he got a uh, Outlaw, which that was a piece of shit. Yeah,
1: I remember uh, that. It was. Oh, you were always working on it. <laughs>
0: oh, I yeah we pretty much were and it wasn't our fault whoever owned it before us was just did not take care of it and lied to us when we bought it um, Cole should not have bought that but that's the past lovingly yep and I don't think Brock was old enough to drive at this point but he probably had um, if you don't watch my channel um, we had a o six Honda 300 EX. Um, That thing was awesome. I don't know if Brock was on this, drove on this trip or not. I think he did. I don't remember. It don't matter. Anyways, uh, we would, my dad would have had the 2008 Polaris. uh, Back then, they called them Ranger Razors. Yes, Um, we did. But we had that, and then my grandpa had a Polaris Ranger 800, and then um, we had some other people. Oh, um
1: yeah, the Commander?
0: No, the Commanders weren't out at that point. Mm. Uh my cousin, Jim, he had uh this is when the first S came out for the Razors. So he had a Players Razor eight hundred S. So that was the first sixty inch they made. That thing was awesome. Um, he had that. And then I wanna say one of our family friends also had a Players Ranger eight hundred. Don't remember it don't matter anyway okay so yeah we're riding the up and so our we at this trip we were we were taking all of our camping gear with us so we were camping wherever we could find a spot to camp in state land we would camp on the side of the trail make our own fire we would bathe in rivers lakes whatever we could find at some points we would boil water because sometimes we forgot to buy water or we weren't able to buy water because we were out in the middle of nowhere um so one time on this, one of these trips, we go. Um, we're just kind of just kind of f- making this trip go as we go. We're just kind of planning planning it as we go. I should say. Um, we we have a destination. Of we we want to you know the halfway point. We want it to be something special. Most of the time, it's near Marquette area. If you know the UP area. Which is kind of the most western point we can go in the UP, because uh, it's kind of like a three and a half day trip to go there on on quads and side that by sides. Would be awesome. It's fun, and at that point we kind of turn around and go home. Um, so, anyways, uh, we were, we just want to just hit new trails that we've never been on, and uh, we kind of map our our trail out on the map, and we just kind of wing it. And we finally hit this trail that was supposed to take us to uh, our m- middle destination, I should say. And we uh we start hitting this trail and it's it's very muddy and at this point of the year excuse me. At this point of the year it's in the middle of summer, it's not usually that wet, but um we're riding old snowmobile trails um, so most of these, most of the time, these old snowmobile trails, especially if they're wet, they're closed during the summertime. Well, this one wasn't, and there's people that were going through this the, this trail, so we were just following these people's tracks. Well, people are going through it, so we're gonna try to go through it too, and it's wet, and well, so it must be just a swampy area. So we we go through and we make it as far as we can, and you know, someone finally gets stuck, and luckily a um, couple of us had winches um actually I forgot to mention uh Eric was with us too and he was borrowing his brother's uh players, Trail Boss it's uh 3 325 I think it was
1: I thought those were 330s Oh 330s yep
0: you're right yeah. He had 330 um anyway he was, he was on that And anyways so uh yeah we finally we got stuck so um, we finally pull all the main guys through, and then us, uh, us 40, 50, or 40 inch quads, we, we kind of make our own pass, and we make it through, uh, we were able to, you know, drive through the outside of the, of these trails, so, um, so we go through, no problem, so we, uh, reevaluate, we kind of look ahead, and it's even more muddy, so, the side-by-sides, they just kind of plow through as best they can, of course, they get stuck, so then they pull themselves out, it's kind of, rinse and repeat and so we're doing this for a good couple hours and we keep going and we hit this dry spell like well this must be the end of it so we're we're gonna keep going because people are still going through it we can see fresh tracks so we keep going and you know eventually a mile up the road more mud so well we're this far so I don't know how much more mud we can possibly hit so we keep going It's rinse and repeat. We go. Side by side, get stuck. They pull each other out. And at a couple points of going through all this stuff, actually, the trail is so tight, we were not able to kind of, like, make our own path. So we actually are, a couple times, we're forced to go through these mud holes and sport quads, you know. So, yeah, we go as far as we can. We obviously get stuck because we're not built for the mud at all. And we keep doing this for... We.
1: Hours. I mean, it was hours. Probably we just like probably just had so much fun. You probably lose track of time.
0: And yes, you're right. We lost track of time, and we just and we didn't wanna. We had to. I don't know why. I don't. And I don't remember. But apparently, I want to say we had to go this way in the particular trail we were in. I don't think there was very many trails that would legally let us go outside. So we we just kept forcing ourselves the way through it. It was so much fun, I mean just looking back, it was just just a basically a mud bog. I mean, it really wasn't, but um I mean, we were kids, so we were having a blast because we didn't really have to do too much work <laughs> but uh, you know just watching everybody else trying to go through the mud and we try to go through the mud, it just I just remember it just being so much fun, yeah, and at the t- at the at the end of the day, you know eight hours later we we went. We, we tracked it. We went five hour, or five miles, and <laughs> we were so muddy by the end of the, end of the day that the, my radiator on the, my Predator 500 was so kicked full of mud, I was overheating, so I had to pull off the side of the road, and then we found a swamp, and we had to fill up all, some water bottles with swamp water to spray my radiator out so I can actually make it <laughs> to salvation. And we finally found a motel, we didn't want to camp, cause we needed cleaned. We were muddy. We needed clothes washed. We needed our ATVs washed, and so we found a motel. And they were, they were ecstatic, cause they were they're having a great time. They'd <laughs> never seen someone so muddy in their life. Roll up to the motel. <laughs> yeah. we we're like, can we borrow your garden hose? We need to spray down. <laughs> we sprayed ourselves down. We sprayed the machines down. We washed our radiators out. They had we went to a local wash and we washed our clothes cuz we were just filthy. <laughs> it was fun. Um that I'll never forget that trip. Yeah. Just we went 5 miles in 8 hours. <laughs> so that's that's that that's one of my uh fond memories. I have many more, but
1: and that's like our uh like dream riding. Like me and Rebecca have talked about doing it, but we've never done it. Just to go out with a yeah. group and camp on the trail and just live life to its fullest that I'm, week.
0: I'm really hoping, probably ain't gonna happen this year, but we
1: really want to do it next year. i totally now
0: that be down. the now that we are, you know, Michigan's open and the U.S. is more open because of COVID. Yeah. Um, we want to do it, that same type of trip, but in Canada.
1: Oh. So, okay. What's needed in Canada? Is there special stickers up there we would have to buy out-of-state I, stickers? I
0: honestly don't know. but you. Because I know a lot just, of them
1: up there just plate there side by side. Yeah, you
0: probably, I don't know. You probably just need a pass. I couldn't tell you.
1: Um, the hunting game pass but is like there's, 100 bucks up there. Yeah. 100 Canadian, which is like 80 U.S. Right.
0: But there's so much wilderness in Canada because it's just so, there's just, it's just so big and wide open. To, uh, yeah. Um. So there's yeah there's so much riding. So that'd be cool. That's that's a future plan. Um. But yeah, we will definitely gonna do it. So I can't wait to do. You're more than welcome to come.
1: I'd like to. I'm gonna yeah. have to keep a week's vacation. Yeah, I know. We
0: definitely gotta plan it now that we since COVID's out of the way. We can definitely plan it out, plan it out ahead of time. So, you have any fun stories?
1: Oh, I wasn't fun, but I have a story.
0: <laughs> well, we want to hear it anyways.
1: Alright, so, uh, basically it's booze and side by sides don't mix. No, no, it was probably like. I don't know what year it would have been. I had my razor, so it was probably like. 2019, 2018, probably 2018, uh, trout camp, me and my buddies were out out at Ogle Lake, and I decided to take my side-by-side out that year, probably wasn't a good idea, but it was an idea, and uh, so we're out at Ogle Lake, camping out all our all of our stuff out there and buddies guys pick up and uh jeep and or actually no i think jake had his f-150 at the time so he, he was sleeping in that i was just sleeping in the sleeping in the cot i don't even think i had a tent and then ryan was just gonna sleep in the bed of his truck and so we're all out there and got the buggy out there and uh, Ryan, Ryan's like you want to take me for a ride? Yeah I, I can do that and we've been drinking all day so probably wasn't a good idea but we went out for a rip and cruising down along we're about 5 miles away from camp or so and and we had our beer cooler with us so we had that and <laughs> be buzzing good. along and I go around the corner and Ryan's like oh I thought you would have drifted that this is where it all went down. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Oh, you want me drifted, huh? So I turn around and we go back the way we came and I turn around again and go around the corner and I'm drifting it. And as I'm drifting it and we're sideways, I'm going and I'm like, you Can see the truck rut plain as day. I'm like, This is going to hurt in my head. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> they tell Ryan to hold on and we hit the rut. They sends us flying into the ditch the opposite way. And I was in his lap, and he was in my lap. and never did roll it. That was the closest I ever came to rolling it. I think I was on one wheel at one point, which was interesting. And we stop in the ditch, and I'm like, all right. So I put it in reverse, back up, and it don't feel right at all. <laughs> it does not feel like it something's should back good. it up. Yeah, something is definitely not good. So I get out and I'm looking at it, and on the driver's side rear tire, there's like a four-inch chunk of sod in the bead, <laughs> but the air still has tire, or air, or the tire still has air. <laughs> well, well, that's not good. And then I'm looking, and Ryan's like, "Yeah, it's not good over here." So I walk around the back side, and the front right tire was blown off the bead.
0: Oh yeah, that's fun. Dicked right there.
1: <laughs> so we grabbed the cooler. We each have a handle in each hand. Start walking back to camp. Well, I, I parked it in the bushes because we're out in the middle of nowhere. I might wait steal it. <laughs> so I backed it in the bushes. I mean, you probably could see our tracks or. Oh yeah. Out, went downhill. <laughs> but in my mind, we parked it in the bushes and took the key and we start walking back. Like the four and a half miles back to camp and it sucked. Run out of beer halfway, so we left the cooler halfway and get back. And Jake's like, I was starting to get worried. I was going to come look for you guys. I didn't hear you, and you just been gone. <laughs> Where's the buggy at? <laughs> Long story. But we're like, get in the truck. We'll, we'll tell you on the way. He's, well, this can't be good. So he hops in the truck, and Ryan's aunt and uncle over around the corner from where we're camping in the state land. So I picked up the cooler on the way back through, and uh, it's probably like 1 a.m. I don't think he, we ever called his uncle. We just showed up and took his generator and his air compressor, <laughs> and then went back and fired the generator up and blew the tire back up with the air compressor, and I drove it home that night. Shake, I couldn't get over 20. It was shaking so damn bad. <laughs> oh, my God. It was It was terrible. And then I went back out in the Danger Ranger. And or no. Damn the Danger Ranger. I went back out in the Dakota and I slept the night in the back of the Dakota. So many
0: stories in that Dakota. Oh (laughs) yeah. Danger for you. Oh my god. I'll never forget.
1: (laughs) Holding the old shit handle the whole ride back. (laughs) I could tell that story too. Mine was a lot shorter than yours. Yeah. Well, and that was Ogle Lake, too. That's where we did trout camp, where I showed you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So Jesse never been out to Ogle Lake, so I decided I'd, I'd show him. We must have just been hanging out that day, huh?
0: Yeah, I think we're, we were going to go catch a movie or something, maybe. I don't remember. We were heading to town for something. And we had just, some
1: time to kill. We took a detour. Yeah, a long detour. So I took Jesse out the back way from like, uh, Lakewood to Ogle Lake. And, I mean, they just, gra- it a fresh gravel road, like, normally, and it's just beat to crap. Chatter bumpy, you can't get over, like, 25, 30 without jarring yourself loose. And so I take him way back in the woods, and it turns into two-track, and, you know, the way it should be. And we get way back in there, and my buddy Ryan is eating a sandwich, sitting on a cooler, way in the middle of nowhere at middle the
0: lake. Middle of nowhere. We'd roll in, I was like... Is that Ryan? What is what is going on here? He's eating, eating a sandwich. Just eating a sandwich. <laughs> oh, hey, bud, how's it going?
1: <laughs> and so we bullshitted for a little bit. I'm like, yeah, just showing Jesse the lake. He's never been back here. He's like, all right. He still had like half a sandwich to go, I feel like, when we left.
0: Yeah, I think so. He was eating pretty slow.
1: Yeah, so. He's uh, just
0: enjoying nature.
1: And I'll say before this happened. Me and Ryan, so Ryan had a 98 Chevy that would cut out at 97 mile an hour, and I had a 2005 Dodge Dakota with a V8 that would cut out at 120 mile an hour. Me and him did some racing in Mexico or Canada before... Somewhere. 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 We did some racing, and uh, I, I, I had beat him previous to this, and he was <laughs> a little bitter about it that his... Full-size Chevy. And I'm guessing this was on up. a
0: straightaway
1: somewhere. Yeah, it was on the highway somewhere. So,
0: fairly straight. Yeah, and, no hills. And concrete.
1: Asphalt.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, and traction.
1: I blew by him at 100, and he, didn't, he couldn't do nothing. And he was, he was pretty frustrated <laughs> about that, that my little truck beat his big truck. So, anyways, we, we get back in the Dakota, and we start heading out. And the truck had Posi rear, so both tires spun, both hooked up. And we're going, and we're just getting back out to where it's freshly graveled. And I look, I just happened to look in my rearview mirror, and all I can see is GMC. It's <laughs> all so I can see. You no know, headlights is just is Ryan's bumper on my ass. Like, well, this isn't going to be good. And he gets, and it's like, it's a two-track, so it's it's not two cars wide. It's... We each had a tire in the ditch when he decided to try and pass. And so I'm like, Oh, I'm not gonna let him pass <laughs> And Ryan's trying to pass, so we're both going and our trucks are and even till this day we talk about this, like our trucks were floating next to each other. They they in were in two wheel drive. They were like just floating eighty five, ninety miles an hour on this gravel road, just floating. In sync, like if we weren't in sync, we would have spun one of us out. And yeah. there's it like, it's about half a mile, where the road curves, and it's it's in the woods, surrounded by red pines, and then like oak trees and shit. Like it's just not not good scenario for racing. And uh, it the road curves, it snakes a couple times, and it straightens back out. And I, I mean, me and Ryan both know this by heart, and Jesse's just like. White knuckling the oh shit handle. I was. And like, Very hard. I don't know, maybe he's holding on to his seat. I don't know. Both of his hands were occupied with like, oh shit and fear. Like he was white knuckling it. And we're hauling and neither one of us are letting out into this corner. And I'm like, finally, I'm like, eight clicks. Like, well, I could kill myself, but I can't kill Jesse too. That's just bad. So I let off at like 80. And Ryan bowls around me. I don't know how he made the corner, but... I don't know. Mine, I it was, was drifting. I was drifting. It grabbed. I'm like, oh, shit. And then drift back the other way. And <laughs> it was like a Tokyo drift moment in two pickups. And we get to the stop sign, and Ryan's like, I had you. I beat you. <laughs> and so excited. And Jesse's just like... I'll ride with you, but never race with me again. And that was was about how that conversation went. As he's shaking and white-knuckling. And then Ryan peeled out and threw stones all over my truck, which pissed me off a little bit. And then we went to Cadillac did something i don't know. probably watch yeah. a movie i think it
0: was a movie but <laughs> yeah
1: you're like i'll ride with you but never ready <laughs> yeah I, I remember that and it was very yeah. like it was no sarcasm it was straight to the point like pissed off a little bit <laughs> I was like
0: I'll ride with you wyatt but never racing me ever again. Yeah, Yeah, just like (laughs) that. As I'm holding the old shit handles... No, his his butthole is still (laughs) slammed
1: shut. (laughs) Yeah, that was sketchy. And after that, I beat Ryan again. Yeah, you told me that one. Up the hills.
0: You had a a redemption race, Mm -hmm. and you beat him. Yeah,
1: it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Never forget that... Mm -hmm. That ride, never. You're welcome. But <laughs> I'm that glad road, we survived. That road's never that smooth. Usually, it's a million chatterboxes. Well, I'm glad there. it
0: was that smooth that day
1: because <laughs> it was rough. I'm amazed how fast Ryan cut up to us. I, just I looked at my river mirror and it's just GMC. Yeah, That's all I see. He like, was
0: hauling ass that day. Yeah, he was having a peaceful lunch and we inter- interrupted him.
1: We used to fly through there like at night, like we. We knew them roads like the back of our hand. Yeah, where we would turn like on a full moon night, we would mm-hmm. turn our headlights off and race through there.
0: That's like me going to the gravel pit. I know that trail by heart. Mhm. I could I could do it in the dark.
1: Now not so much. They've clear cut a lot of it, and a lot of it's changed for me. But right, yeah.
0: When it comes to off roading, it doesn't even matter what it is. It, it, it doesn't even have to be about off roading. But um, mate maintenance on oh, your yeah, yeah.
1: machine how important it is and yeah the lot makes the longevity of stuff uh, last it really does and noticed that on the jeep when we went trail riding yeah it was extra squeaky mm-hmm. and i thought i had something going out and a lot of the guys were like it just sounds like you need a good grease job but like they could hear me Coming from two cars linked ahead, <laughs> like Luke, I, uh, you need some grease. I understand that, so I didn't think I had a grease gun, so because I'm not, I don't do shit like this. So yeah, I went and bought a fancy grease gun, a Lucas pistol grip yeah. one. It was like forty bucks. Okay, which is probably way overspent on it because it says Lucas on it, but
0: probably. I, uh, it was. I honestly don't know Lucas. The pistol grips are okay.
1: I, that's why way people said is the way to go, is to get a pistol grip, just because you, you got small hands, and you don't have to yes. two-hand it. You can, if you
0: have a good enough end on a grease gun, because I'm a farmer, and I understand, I use grease guns all the time. It doesn't matter what kind of handle you have. It all depends on the tip of the grease gun. Just the tip. <laughs> it's the tip. <laughs> just
1: the tip. Which, so, long story short on that part of the grease gun, I bought this fancy one. I bought red and tacky grease, which I looked through all the different, like, there's a million different greases you can buy. Yeah, and there is. And I'm like, I don't know which one to get. It really but
0: don't matter. The
1: red and much. tacky was on the higher price end, yeah. so I'm like, well, that's got to be good. And they recommend it for farm equipment and marine equipment. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. it's a Jeep. It's kind of farm equipment, and it's kind of marine equipment. <laughs> <Kind> <laughs> well yeah you, dirt and dust is farm equipment yeah, and then water okay. is marine okay and that's where i was going with the jeep <laughs> is it goes through both mm-hmm. so i'm like yeah it's probably good shit so i bought that and and like trying to i never loaded a grease like a a fancy grease gun so i'm, I'm just reading the directions on that and, I don't like reinjection, so I just kind of did my <laughs> own thing. I swacked both ends off the grease tube and threw it in there, and it works. But, um, so, yeah, I, was, I was greased the Jeep, and I realized I was missing a uh, front grease shirt, which I thought would be like a two minute job. I ended up buying the wrong size. I didn't realize there were so many different size grease and But I greased everything that I could at the time. Okay. And my squeakiness, for the most part, went away. So I think once I greased that front U yes. e joint, it would be good.
0: Keep up on it; it'll definitely help.
1: And while I was at it, I greased the side by side because that's getting yeah. a little squeaky too. Keep
0: the A arms grease. Yeah, you, Yeah, greasing them those joints, you're pushing the water out, and that yeah. will. Uh, oh, it was
1: nasty grease to come out of the Jeep. Yeah. It was like blacker than shit.
0: Yeah, it was probably. So I you. just
1: I just punched her through and. um... Uh, Tyler, who I bought the Jeep from, he's like, Yeah, every time you do an oil change, it wouldn't hurt to grease it, which I already had an oil change on it and I hadn't greased it. So, it's mm-hmm. that's, that's probably, probably a good reference every time oil change, grease it. So, unless you go through a lot of water, he says, grease it more often. Yep. And, uh, which I get that, you know, when water gets in the things. But, um, yeah, so I wanted to go put my grease gun away and I found another one. Yeah, <laughs> apparently I had bought, which I remember now. After I found it, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember buying that. But I can never get it to work right, and I don't like I read the directions when I put that one together. Oh. So I don't think I got the plunger in right or something. Mm. I don't know. I don't think you could screw up a grease gun, but I can't get that one to work very well.
0: That's not hard to. That one's also a pistol grip. Okay.
1: But it's like
0: your pistol grips, huh?
1: Yeah, I like pistols. Yeah. I got a handful of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, go I've got a
1: small hands, so that works good. Okay. for
0: Okay, no, I understand the pistol grips are nice for that. You just gotta squeeze.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, people have a, a, a preference, but. And going back and forth on the tip thing. Yeah. The old one I found in my shop has just cheap ass tip, okay. and the new one I got has a fancy one, and that fancy one is a lot nicer. Yeah. The other one you have to hold on in mm-hmm. pistol grip, but the new mm-hmm. one you can it like clicks on. Yeah. And you don't yeah, have to hold it. It's out all on the
0: tip. Um, I, yeah. So being on the farm, just staying on the grease gun topic. Yeah, it's all on the ti- it's, it's all on the tips. Uh, they do wear out after a while. So once they start leaking, you might as well just say screw it. Put a new tip on it because you will save yeah. yourself a lot of headaches. I. It's. They do make them now. Um, like Brock, he has a really nice Milwaukee grease gun
1: and i wanted to get one of those so bad but i'm like oh, yeah i'd have to buy the battery and the charger oh, yeah, yeah. and at that point it's gonna cost me like 200 bucks <laughs> for a grease gun well,
0: and then you might as well buy all the other power tools well, that's eventually
1: it. someday i'm gonna go milwaukee yeah. right now i'm porter cable and i'm pretty yeah. far spread on all I, this shit
0: i would you, can, you know you can get whatever you want i really like my dewalt tools a lot
1: I love my Porter Cable. I got no complaints. Which they're pretty much... The and Porter Cable are owned by the same people mm-hmm. now.
0: It, there's just different quality assurances go between yeah.
1: the two. But. I heard... And I don't know how true it is now. But this was... Oh, shit. I've had them a while. I probably had my tools for at least seven years now. Mm-hmm. So seven years ago... Um, porter Cable has steel ball bearings... In it, and the DeWalt and the Black and Decker have the thing mm-hmm. the poly bearings, so that's why oh, yeah. I went Porter Cable, is because they have steel in them still. I've,
0: Which, yeah, I don't I don't know now. Who just, knows
1: now? They're probably they're, I don't know. Whatever. They cheaper. change a lot, but uh, we
0: just got a new um, half inch impact, and this is this is a made. I would say it's a mid-grade DeWalt half-inch is impact. Is a 1,200 foot-pounds? No, it's, it's 800. And mm. I tell you what, that thing has got more... I've never, like, compared to, like, an air impact, this thing is way oh, better yeah. than that. And Brock, he will bring his Milwaukee. He's got, like, a 1,200 torque. Uh,
1: the new Milwaukee has 1,400 foot-pounds of button us or nut busting torque, mm-hmm. and then if you're impacting on, it's like twelve hundred. Okay. So if you're taking off, it's got more torque, but if you're putting on, it's got twelve hundred. Okay. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: they they are. Which good. is
1: crazy for a battery powered it's rig.
0: Well, um, electric motors have way more torque than
1: other even looking at like, yeah even looking at like the ktm came out with an electric dirt bike for kids to learn on mm-hmm. some things are torque monsters they are um anyways going back to dewalt i mean
0: yeah seven years ago that might have been the case but now they are dewalt and milwaukee are the top of the line when yeah. it comes to power tools and I don't know. I I have no preference. Yeah, what's, we what's we funny, just we just went with DeWalt because that's what we've always used and we like them. And. What's
1: funny is like Snap On and Mac aren't even really in the question anymore.
0: No, heck no.
1: It's it's Milwaukee is what you see a lot of auto people use. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Which I just
1: find funny because mm-hmm. like Snap On just overpriced now. Yeah, and it's really all it is.
0: We when I, when I worked at uh, the um the truck shop two years. ago, uh, three years ago it's been three years ago yeah it's been three yeah. years ago holy crap yeah they have the mechanics there they you know they had old Mac and Snap-on uh, pneumatic tools they did not even compare to what what Cole what he had and he mm-hmm. had DeWalt he had a DeWalt Impact and stuff and yeah. he just he's taking lug nuts off these trucks semi trucks with it and their, their tools couldn't. They just yep. didn't have the power.
1: Um, Which it, and they I've paid always, probably way more for it. Oh, yeah. I've always, like, you know, like, I, when I get my truck fixed on and shit, they always put them on with the air tools. but Or not air tools, but the battery powered. Mm-hmm. When they first switched to the battery, I was always, like, second-guessing. So I'd go home and check all my shit, you know. Yeah. It'd be tight, but that's just blows my mind. The something with a battery can get shit tight. Yeah. Um <laughs> Which it, it does though. I mean like mm-hmm. it just it's mind blowing for me. Like in the lithium, and I've I've witnessed it firsthand even with like, putting screws in wood, it's got full power until the battery's dead. Oh yeah. Which the old shit was like, you know, slowly mm-hmm. dry the <laughs> yeah. screw in. Yeah. Like it just when, how they can do that is just When the battery's
0: dead, it is dead.
1: But it's got full power tilts it's dead. Oh, yeah, it, it,
0: it really does. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> well, we were talking maintaining vehicles. We kind of yeah. went off track yeah. there a little bit.
0: Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we have a we have a quarter inch drive uh, impact. And I oh, use yeah. that thing on almost everything, especially on small engines. It's like li- li- the perfect thing for small. That's engines.
1: That's all I got is I got the quarter inch impact and then the regular and, drill. I don't. I ha- if unless I'm drilling a hole, I use the drill. Yeah. If I'm not drilling a hole, I impact everything. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That hammer, the hammer and the impact, is awesome. I mean, but this thing's got enough. If if the drive, the bit can take it, which most of them can't, but if it can take it. This will take lug nuts off, like all of my the quads and stuff. Mm. Like it's... an it and I've even torqued them. I just was curious and it was torquing them into spec, like perfect, wow. like, oh, pretty darn close to good enough, you know. So I don't even double check when I when the quarter inch drive gets them tight. I don't even double check it with a so I I uh with the torque wrench. I
1: and mean, I don't have a torque wrench, so when I when I. Put like the tires and shit back on my, well, my my razor. I haven't really done it much with the Can Am yet, but yeah, I'd always take them off with a, a breaker bar. Yeah, and then once they're loose, I'd take them off with the impact. Right, and then I throw the wheels back on and impact them on, and then do like an eighth or a quarter turn mm-hmm. with the the yeah. breaker that's bar. That's just being the
0: safe side, and I should do that, but I've never had any troubles. Yeah, with it.
1: Well, it's just my idea with the yeah. battery. Like, I'm sure it gets it tight enough where I don't need to, but yeah. it just—I understand. Yeah, I
0: don't Not, know. better safe than sorry, and just double yeah. check them.
1: Especially how I drove that razor. I—that was balls to the wall or nothing. Pretty much, yeah. I really do miss it. Like, I'm gonna have another one someday. Maybe I'll have both. I'll keep the Defender <laughs> and yeah, it <a laughs> balls to the wall one.
0: That'd be funny. Yeah. I agree. I want to do, I want to have a fleet. The wife can have the
1: limo and the dirt bike, and I'll have (laughs) the razor.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I guess, but going back to maintenance, very important. Um, I've learned a lot because I've been working on a lot of people's small engines lately. Uh, You can tell that they have been. Neglected of mate you know the maintenance that they need. Like greasing, oil changes, air filters. Air filters are the big one. No one is doing a good job of cleaning their air fil- air filters
1: or guilty as charged. Or changing them, <laughs> <or>.
0: <laughs> and that is the big, especially in off roading stuff and quads. Especially if it's not a good filter, uh, people. I'll, I'll see things with. Foam, I hate foam filters, and I've said this in some See, of I YouTube like, videos. I
1: like foam filter. I like it because it's washable.
0: They're washable. That's convenience about it, but the it depends what kind of get, but most of them aren't good enough. In my opinion, they're not good enough. The foam filter did not get the fine dirt. Paper filters do. See, I don't know. On my I've Razor, had way better luck with paper filters My Razor
1: 570 I had and i mean i beat i mean, beat on it pretty good and it's yeah. a lot of trail ride miles cuz we lived right off the trails i put a uni foam filter in that I and w- then,
0: i will never use uni filters no i nope that's the one filter i will never use really i do not i had like great
1: them. luck with that and so uh, i maybe I, I just
0: have bad luck with
1: i YouTubed how to <laughs> funny YouTubed youtube that. But yeah i youtube how to clean it cuz just with what you have. And the one guy's like, yeah, you could just use mortar oil. So I'm like, all right. So I just, I washed it, you know, mm-hmm. hot soapy water, and, yeah. or warm soapy water, and then mm-hmm. recoated it in mortar oil. And I never had any issues. I mean, shit, I put that in there right when I first got it, because yeah. I didn't, like, paper filters. Okay. I would say, okay,
0: and th- maybe this is, I'm probably a little bit out there about this, because I grew up on sport quads, so they're a little more temperamental. Um, but I rode this sh- we I rode the shit out of my my quads, and um, yeah, we we would run foam filters on them, especially you know Unis because they were just so popular. Um, but we just had a lot of bad luck with them because maybe we just rode them more than maybe the normal person. Because uh, to be honest, we would probably
1: because put sports quads, I mean, looking at them, they. They require they, a lot they of re- They re- recommend after, like, a track day, which is, like, four or five races, yeah. to be serviced. Yep. So you put, like, four hours on your bike and you need to service it.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. And maybe uh, Yeah. Maybe we didn't do it enough. Um, I, I couldn't tell you how many hours we put on our machines, but we put a lot. I mean,
1: Yeah. over... Over 100 hours. So my my foam Easy. filter I had on my razor, I did end up replacing it. I mean, it, it started to fall apart a little bit. So the, there was, like, I guess there was, like, two layers to it. But it was all one piece, and I had it. And the, the last time I went to go wash it, the second piece, like, delaminated from mm, the yeah. first piece. So it was, like, the top layer was, like, the fine filter, and then the... The bottom layer was like the coarse like you know the bigger like swiss cheese filter in but a way usually
0: that's, usually that's on the outside the bigger is, is on the outside the finer is on the inside
1: know. and maybe i got it backwards it's been a while yeah but yeah i don't know the one was starting to delam from the other so i'm mm-hmm. like yeah it's probably time to replace it so that's when i replaced it and it was like three months before i sold mm-hmm. it but that was really the only issue I had, and that had been after... Should I have sold it, what, two years ago? Yeah, two years ago, so... Four years of fucking running it and washing it. I mean, I only clean it once a year. Mm-hmm. Probably should have washed it more, but...
0: Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, it, it depends what kind of writing... Right, you need to. Um, but we had a lot of bad luck with foam filters because I think we overused them. Like you said, they're reusable, so you wash them. To an
1: extent. Yeah.
0: Um, like I'm not, that meaning- I'm Not saying we did it right, but we just didn't have the best luck, and, and we did. You know, we we did some research on it, and they, people were saying, or the research was showing that they don't. The pores on the, the foam filters are a little bit bigger than what paper filters can capture. So, um. But also on the, the, the type of ride we were doing, if we're in the dirt a lot, we just decided to quit using them. And we because On your sports
1: squads, I can see that. On the Razer I had, though, too, it had the prevent on it. Yeah. Which it had, um. It had frog moss. Yeah, and
0: that helps a and lot. And I pulled
1: that out, and it was like four, like a four-inch block yeah. square of frog moss. you so that right. Catches a lot of shit. On be- that point. Before it goes into the filter on you that have machine.
0: Some good pre-filter. Yeah. Protection that helps a Which lot.
1: That when I cleaned that, that was I didn't realize that was there for the longest time. I'm yeah. Like, why does this say push? So It pulled the cover. Oh yeah, it's, there's a <laughs> block, and that was black like black mm-hmm. black like i just kept rinsing it i literally left the hose in it and walked in the house for like mm-hmm. an hour and come back out and it was finally clean but
0: yeah those help, especially on like mud and stuff but yeah. yeah we would we would buy the the good oil you know air filter oils like not just motor oil we would buy air filter oil. Supposedly it would help airflow and stuff,
1: but... Like the PG phone?
0: Yeah, I don't even remember what we bought. We bought some good stuff back in the day. I don't remember what it was. I remember it was a, a green can. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I... Even to this day, I still try to shoot for uh, paper filters. I just...
1: I remember you saying that when you looked at my can ammo one, even. Did I? Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, it's got paper...
0: Yeah, I just think they just do a better job. Um, just blow them out, and then...
1: Which, I mean, if you look at it, and then all them. the tractors come with paper filters.
0: Yeah, and you know what? That's probably the perspective I was coming in. Um, yeah, paper filter on all our agriculture equipment, and they're, we're in the pure dirt crap. You should see the dust that we blow out oh. of these paper filters. I've, I've
1: seen it firsthand. When I worked in Bitely, the guy would hit blows, blow the filter yeah. out, which I didn't think of that, like... Now that you told me to blow my filter out, like, it's pretty much the same. It was a cylinder. I mean, it was a big cylinder filter, yeah. but, yeah, we'd just blow it out, and it'd be like a dust cloud storm would come out of that yeah. thing. And we'd get another year, another season out of it by just blowing it out. It Yeah, it helps. But you can notice the difference when you throw a new one in versus a blow it out oh. one in. Oh, yeah, in yeah, performance, for sure. But, yeah, the airflow is way better, yeah. just...
0: I've, I've seen a lot of... I've tore into a lot of engines. You just see the rings wore out. Like, even the Ranger. I can tell. Like, the Ranger I'm working on right now, the reason it is bad is because... Well, is they player, put their air boxes in this this is in a weird spot. This is Polaris' fault. <clears throat> they put the airbox right next to the tires, and it's right into the dust storm. And they just sucking in... <laughs> literally just sucking in dirt <laughs> the mm-hmm. whole time. Um, actually, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's just, it's not good. So, but they, they fixed it. They actually moved the air box out of the tire, and then they moved the air intake up and out of the way of the tires, and now it's sucking in. I'm not saying it's going to be clean dirt, but it's a lot cleaner dirt. So, a lot cleaner.
1: <laughs> air it's still dirt, but it's cleaner. Air
0: filters are the big, please clean them. Like, you are saving your engine a lot of headache if you just just keep them clean re- replace them I, I would you don't have to replace them every year but maybe every two years or something just re- d- depends how yeah. much riding you're doing
1: you know so I had my razor for five years mm-hmm. or no I must have sold it three and a half
0: I think you had it uh, I was a
1: 2016
0: t- yeah, and you sold it in tw- uh, 2020.
1: 2020 so yeah. four years yeah so I must have replaced so, I put in it, in the lifetime I had it, I put three filters on it, three new filters. Yeah, it's,
0: that's about normal. And
1: I think the guy that bought it from me put a new filter in it, too. Mm-hmm. So, I um, yeah, about every, every other year, every year and a half, I put a new filter in it. Yeah. Because I re- replaced the original paper one with a foam one. Yeah. that came with a paper one, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so what I've been doing lately is I'll buy a, a paper or actually a cloth. K&N is starting to do, and I I never used to like K&N, but they're doing, the, uh, they have a material now I like. It's a, a reasonable cloth paper material. Yeah. So you can actually wash it. I had one
1: in my truck for I, a long I,
0: time. Li- I like that. <clears throat> um, so I'll run that if I get actually, something.
1: So... This is neglective maintenance here, but I had k and N cloth I put in my truck. When I bought it, it had ninety two thousand miles. I put it in it a hundred thousand miles I put K&N just a cloth air yeah. filter in. I hadn't changed it till a hundred and ninety thousand miles. I'm like because my first oil change is like oh it's Can filter. So they never check it after that. they just put it <laughs> right. in their notes. Yeah. Got k and N which is, you know, the owner is supposed to check it. And I'm like, I probably should check that. Like, they don't check it. They just no. put it in their notes. Yeah. So 190,000 miles on my truck, <laughs> I checked it, and I'm like, that's the blackest air filter oh I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so I, at the time, I, I I didn't,
0: oh my gosh!
1: At the time, I didn't have much money, so I just put a paper one back in it, like yeah. a Fram. It was like ten bucks. Yeah. To put a K&N back in it was like fifty, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't got an extra forty bucks for it, so I just put a paper one in. But yeah, it was on the K N. It was so black. I'm like, <laughs> but I flipped it over. Like the top was black. I flipped yeah. it over, and it. I mean, it was a little dirty, but it wasn't bad for how bad the top side was. Right. So can't, shout out to k They're good for 100,000 yeah. miles before you got to clean them. <laughs> <laughs> or replace them. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. I'm like, I never thought of it, but, like, yeah, they put a little note in when you take a dealership. Oh, it's got aftermarket air filter. Oh. The... Owner will take care of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Because on my, on all my, you know, the inspection sheet they give yeah. you, it just says um, aftermarket.
0: Mm. They can't warranty it out or something. Or,
1: they won't um, replace it. can't be liable for it. Yeah, the last time I went there, they're like, yeah, it's getting a little dirty. You might want to put a new one in there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I never thought to check it. <laughs> you, yeah, well... You really shouldn't have to,
0: unlike road vehicles, you shouldn't have to check your air filter as much.
1: Well, that's 100,000 miles, bud. Well, yeah, <laughs> we do live on,
0: on a lot of dirt roads,
1: but... Well, before I had Jeeps, I would also off-road that truck.
0: <laughs> that's true. You, you do.
1: <laughs> and actually, another friend of mine told me he's complimenting me on my wheels. I painted red he's oh like, yeah what'd you paint these with because he's like i know you just beat the shell of your truck anyways like yeah you don't change them in the winter you just <laughs> send it so you're a good like he's like it's a compliment even though it don't sound like one. i'm like i appreciate it like you know, i get where you're coming from I'm like just rattle can just don't put the clear coat on because it'll make it crack and you got to repaint them again <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's a compliment, and you just send your stuff and you don't really care. He's like, you're a good, a good friend to have for quality review on stuff. <laughs> that's what he's telling me, I'm like, thanks, bud. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're you're not wrong. I mean, I do just send it. I'm not one of them guys that's got you know my stockers or uh, set I keep for winter. Just keep them on there year <laughs> round.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Ah uh, yeah, yeah. Big tangent and air filters. Yeah. But you also, <laughs> I will also see uh pitch black oil that comes through. Oh, I believe it. I mean, just like I, I brought up earlier, I had this Honda Pioneer that came through. It was like, when's the last time you changed
1: your oil? I don't know. Uh, it's been a while. It's like I still need to do my initial oil change on the CanAm.
0: Well, how many miles do you have on it?
1: 1,200. How many hours? 52. You're due for all the change. I read in my manual they say 100 hours. But I feel like that's kind of steep Uh, for a first time. So
0: they have your... okay. It's probably right because they have your engine is detuned so they can probably withstand a
1: little more or resistance. Alright
0: guys, so I'm not sure. I ran out of storage on my, my camera so I'm not really sure where we ended up. But, um, we were talking about uh oil longevity and air filters and stuff, so but long story short, maintain your engines and run good gas in them, keep the air filters clean and keep your oil up to par and grease your joints, and you will be set. I guess long story short, that's what you need to do yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm recording this on my other my other device, so it's probably gonna be a little bit different quality but we're probably going to wrap up here soon um is there any uh more thoughts you want to talk about mm, i
1: don't think so
0: i know this has been a little bit of a longer episode uh, we just had a lot to talk about tonight even though we didn't think we were going to but you know how it goes
1: Inject a few beers figure it out and it just it just kind of comes going. off the tongue yeah
0: just keep going um yeah so a lot's going on. Um, stay tuned because I have going to be tampering with a defender, and we're going to be comparing the X three, the XP Turbo, and the XP one thousand. We're going to be comparing all of them, and just going to have a good time. Might go camping this weekend, and we'll so sort of probably have some trail riding stories. I don't know where we're going, but if we're close, maybe Wyatt will join with us. We don't know yet.
1: Yeah. Possibly. If I have Sunday off, but I know, uh, Friday in the evenings, pretty busy. Saturday, we're going to be out of town.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And then going to fireworks at, uh, Superior Hardwoods. Okay. They do a hell of a show. If you have that night off, I'd highly recommend yeah. going to check them out.
0: let will see what we're doing. I don't know yet, <laughs> but, um... Hopefully, I can get the X-ray running before then. If not, then now that's going to happen for
1: me. Um, you still got you got quad, don't you? You, sell them all. you got the ghost.
0: I have one more quad, but I don't want to ride double on a holiday weekend.
1: Oh, yeah, that's not a good idea.
0: Yeah, that's the only thing. So, anyways. I um, could
1: write you out a defender.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, most maybe. <laughs> but, anyways, I guess we're going to wrap this up. Uh, this is going to be the end of the podcast. Uh, we are available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Well, it's not Google Play anymore. Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, wait, I don't even know. We're, we're available on everything. I mean, wherever, we're out there. We are out there. We're on Anchor. Um, so, yeah, please... Whatever you guys like, you can listen to us on those platforms. I uh, really appreciate it. You can follow me on youtubecom slash You know, <laughs> you, know blah, blah. you can follow me on YouTube.com/slashrapaholik. Um, I have, also have a second channel. Um, all links are down below, so you don't have to worry about that. It's pretty easy to find. Um, just stay tuned. We have a lot of content coming on. And um, is there anything you also want to say, what? Mm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I do think so. Alright. So I'll, we'll we will see you guys in the next episode and uh we appreciate you guys coming out. So um you guys have a good fourth of July weekend and uh
1: Don't blow yourself up.
0: Yeah, don't blow yourself up.